you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about Impact Wrestling. That's right, we're on the road to Emergence, Emergence. I think is the, uh, the yeah. Ultimate Insider in, pay-per-view. In a month's time, yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about some NXT UK, where we saw a new champion crowned. We'll tell you what that situation was. And there was a big return at the end of the show as well, yeah. which was wildly fun. Unfortunately, it's probably not going to end up well nope. with that situation. Nope. Uh, Cody Rhodes gave us an update on his recovery and how it's going. And uh, an NXT star might be getting called up mm. sooner than later. Mm. But first... Mm. We got to rewind on yesterday's yeah. episode, Larson. What's going on with so that? So yesterday, to recap, we did a special edition of, of News Brief. We don't usually do videos on Thursdays. We focus everything no. on Smash yeah. Zone. But this yeah. story was so massive that we did a, a News Brief on it. The story yeah. is this. Andrew Zarian reported that Monday Night Raw, uh, what has been, which has been uh, PG, TV PG since 2008, was switching to TV 14 starting July 18th. That is this upcoming Monday's edition of Raw. Mm -hmm. Not long after our video went up, however, Zarian issued a follow-up tweeting, quote, this is a wild situation. There's a lot happening behind the scenes. WWE Raw won't be going to TV 14 on July 18th, but still in consideration for a later date. He continued in a second tweet. There was a memo within USA Network that went out this morning regarding WWE Raw changing to TV 14 on July 18th. Apparently that was sent out prematurely and the day was not finalized. Shortly thereafter, Fightful Select reported that there had been conflicting messages about uh, USA Network, uh, within USA Network, sorry, about the rating change and none of the sources that Fightful had spoken to uh, had heard about any impending change as of yet, Fightful also reports they've not heard about any, quote, specific edict or direction change when it comes to WWE creative in relation to a ratings change. 
And finally here, in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer added that, quote, a source in the company said that it looks to be a USA decision and not a WB decision. The fact that it came from a USA internal memo would also indicate that. So according to Meltzer, the shift in rating, uh, seemingly, if this is correct, is at the behest of USA Network and uh, maybe not WWE. I'm yeah. There's there's I got some I got some questions, but none of them we can. It's it's honestly it's all kind of boring stuff. And like the thing about the fightful select deeper in their article, uh, it was it was basically reiterating the point several times over that there's no desire for a creative change in relation to this TV fourteen mm-hmm. situation. Now you and I had speculated that maybe if there are certain restrictions. Uh, that had now been lifted, um, perhaps the writing team could then take advantage of that and pitch things that maybe they previously knew would get shot down and now maybe not. Um, that's just speculation on our part. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, kind of interesting to see how this plays out. I get the feeling that the actual answer behind all this is probably really boring. Yeah. Maybe, maybe at best, it's something along the lines of, well... Our our policy on cursing is a little um, inconsistent because sometimes people, even within the same context, they'll allow people to say shit or they'll bleep it. Yeah. Um. And and maybe lifting that will just take some of the inconsistency therein mm-hmm. out of the equation. Mm-hmm. That's one of the only things. And again, that's wild speculation on my part because it is inconsistent. Sometimes they'll beep the word shit and sometimes they won't. Yep. Um, so I don't know, maybe USA, maybe USA wants to take the shackles off and say, Hey, you know what? Maybe it'd be a little edgier. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, <clears throat> I don't know how a show's rating, uh, improves their, their chances of, of, uh, with, uh, sponsors and advertisers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that matters, but also in the, in the fightful write up, it says here that when it comes to TV ratings, unlike, when a movie is rated R, it's because it's gone through a process of being evaluated by the, the MPAA, and they yeah. give the rating. In this Fightful Select right up here, it says TV shows kind of rate themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. You know? Um, uh, and there's, yeah, yeah. So, and, there, and, and there's not much in the way of oversight um, in terms of, uh, you know, you, obviously you could get some, some pushback and some fallout if you kind of push the boundaries of, of your TV rating from sponsors um, and, and Fightful notes this here, but yeah. like there's not a, a governing body that regulates so the FCC does that with networks. Yes. On cable, there is no thing. There is no such, there is no equivalent. So yeah. you can, I mean, that's why, <coughs> excuse me on cable, you can have like an episode. I think there might've been like an episode of breaking bad where somebody said, What's was that? Was fuck used a lot in Breaking Bad? Well, I, I watched I, I watched two forget. episodes of the new season. What we do in the shadows, and they said fuck a lot. Oh yeah, dude. Hey, <laughs> I wa- we watched the first one last night. I feel like I don't know how it's gonna go with them opening up this vampire club because then you get into two plot heavy stuff. But it's honestly when it's just them in the house, it's sharp as hell. Mm-hmm. It is so damn clever. Like it felt like seasons one and two. Um, but we can talk about that later. Yeah. Um, I really, I really liked it. Anyways, uh, yeah. There's, there, you could do whatever. The cable networks can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. They could do whatever they want. They often choose not to. They often choose to toe a certain line because of, like you said, sponsors. 
Yeah, and you know, usually if if a show, and I don't know exactly what time. I feel like what we do in the shadows is on after nine. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it, like historically, and FX yeah. FX is typically the home for for stuff that's a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there is usually even on, on, in prime time cable television shows will adhere to a more. I don't want to say family friendly per se, but they they usually reserve the edge of your programming till after ten after prime time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's when, you know, you'll get, uh, a lot more cussing and, and so on. Um, mm-hmm. but usually during prime time, even on cable television, even though there's not a regulatory body, uh, uh, uh regulating mm-hmm. it, they usually adhere to relatively speaking, similar standards that network television would, mm-hmm. um, yeah, right. uh, you know, with a few exceptions, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, even Meltzer in, in the newsletter, his 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 speculation what it would just be in terms of of you know more cussing if anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah. but and it seems like anybody who is reporting on this seems to be of the opinion we're not going to see wholesale changes yeah yeah which is kind of look i know it's boring but it's kind of where we landed yesterday on yeah. speculation <laughs> because like there's basically at this juncture really not a whole lot of incentive for them to change they're programming because it's making the company a ton of money. Well, the point also that Sean made in Fightful Select article, in the Fightful Select article, was, uh, you know, generally speaking, I always joke about NXT being the horniest wrestling show yeah. on TV yeah. because they do. They, they do some stuff that would be considered um, salacious. Now, and they do it all under the TVPG category uh, rating. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they can sort of probably do what they want. If they probably wanted to have Eddie Guerrero, JBL levels of blood, you know, I don't know. USA might object to that. They may not. TNT and TBS seem to be fine with it over there on uh, on AEW because mm-hmm. there are some times where it's like they start to get they start, they start to get to that territory. Some of those mox matches, he's just covered, drenched in blood. Yeah, boy, that Eddie JBL one was nasty though. Yeah, that was um, that was. So yeah, so it's probably a whole lot of nothing. But you know, if they do end up changing it, you know, c- completely expect us to revisit this topic. Uh, oh, with the same amount of fanfare and sensationalism as we did yesterday. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> did you like my thumbnail yesterday? Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> I was proud of myself. I had yeah, bleeding stone. Was... I had Stone Cold Steve. It wasn't even from a Raw. It was from WrestleMania. I know, WrestleMania 13. The match gets Bret Hart bleeding all over <laughs> yeah. the place. And then the, 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 the live sex show and Vince there in the foreground. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Blood and guts. Uh, let's talk about this. So uh, we might be getting NXT star coming up to the main roster. So... We talked about this in our NXT recap this week. Seemed kind of odd that Solo Sokoa wrestled to a double countout against Von Wagner. Von Wagner. You know, Solo is well-liked amongst the NXT universe. He's one of the top fan favorites there in NXT 2.0. Yet, this always kind of felt like a start-stop push with Solo. Um, And we might have an explanation as to why that is, thanks to Louis Dangor. Louis tweeted, Today, quote, I've been told that more likely than not, Solo Sokoa will be on the main roster after SummerSlam on July 30th. Not decided whether or not he'll be paired with the Usos, his real-life brother worth noting that, sorry, real-life brothers, worth noting that Sean Ross Sapp initially reported Solo was in talks for a call-up and back on July 1st, Fightful Select. Indeed, reported there had been, quote, serious discussions about bringing Solo up to the main roster in that same report, Fightful Select. Uh, notes that there was even conversations of Solo bypassing NXT altogether. Yeah, when they brought him in. So yeah, 
Um, I've really, I've, I've really liked the work of Solo Sokoa. Mm-hmm. I've even loved how they packaged him <clears throat> as sort of a, uh, the, the lone scrappy fighter from the island. You know, I thought, I thought that stuff was really great. Um, and yeah, man, add another member to the bloodline, have him go after a mid card title or have him be, have him be another bloodline hunter. You know, Maybe he's like, Hey, you guys have left me out. Uh, and, uh, and, and I'm not into that. That'd be cool too. It would be cool. Cause, uh, you got to expect the Usos are probably going to beat street profits at SummerSlam. They're running out of competition. Kind of, um, unless they come back to Usos versus new day. But they're in a thing with Viking Raiders now, so that seems like that's gonna that's gonna be going on for a little bit. Mm-hmm. The Usos, like the the when the Bloodline storyline is really good, it has to do with the the, the personal relationships between the members. Mm-hmm, yeah, and if you have Solo come up and Usos are like, come on, join up with us, and you still got a little bit of resentment mm-hmm. um, towards them, that could be some good stuff. Well, he could be like, you two are bitches. <laughs> Like, he's their brother. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to fucking acknowledge anybody. Yeah. What are you guys doing? You guys look like assholes over there. Um, yeah, that, that, could, that, could be a, that could be a lot more fun. That could be a really great way to, to, to start him on his path mm-hmm. before he inevitably acknowledges the tribal chief and falls in line, which is what mm-hmm. everybody really should be doing. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I, think, I think that could be – yeah, they could do a lot of cool stuff. Or they could do this. Remember that awesome – story beat when uh, uh, Eric Redbeard and NWO Eric Redbeard <laughs> yeah. were in the same room and, Dan- and Br- Daniel Bryan was like everybody in that room looked really confused they could they could recreate that Roman is there they've got like this guy attacking like the bloodline and they sit him down and somebody had said oh it was it was Jey Uso because Solo looks like an Uso <laughs> he, he looks like it's like you see him on the street it's like oh Jimmy no Jay um, what, which one are you? So you can sit him down. They take they take like the 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 mask off. Yeah, and it's just like another USO, and everybody's very confused. And then they drop it completely. <laughs> oh, that was the funniest thing. Oh, that was so. I know that. And was... then they never picked it back up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. God, that was funny. Mm-mm. Wasn't that somebody like attacking? Was it like Roman or something? Who's he was? Like, yeah, I think it was Roman. Yeah. Was it Roman? Remember there was that spell, I think, where people, Roman was getting mysteriously attacked. Now it's around mm-hmm. the same time that Buddy Murphy just happened to be kind of lingering in the back <laughs> the backstage when they were shooting something, and they were like, oh, well, let's try to bring Buddy. Because he and Roman had a good match. Oh, um, man, yeah. Yeah. God, that was funny. That was he funny. He was just back there on his phone. And then they're like, oh, must be Buddy. I'm like, yeah, like WWE's just that clever to have something so subtle in the background as a hint. They don't do that, people. No, they don't. They don't. Uh, it's a complete anyways. accident. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now... All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Before we move, I wanted to mention, before we move on, I wanted to mention this. Uh, uh, we have a Patreon, if you want to help do. support going in, Rob. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, I talked the other day about how you can get the show ad-free in the audio realm. If you're tired of those pesky advertisements that help support going in, Rob, uh, you can get the show without those. Uh, $5 a month gets you that show ad-free, this one. Uh, it gets you also bonus content every week, Numbers Don't Lie, and Overrun as well. Uh, we put up questions threads for all the recap shows that we do. Uh, and then, uh, and then also at $20, some of y'all don't know this. Oh yeah. You get the friendo care package. It comes with among other things. We get an eight by 10. Look at, look at these adorable. This is like from three years ago. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have that much hair anymore. (laughs) You want a 2019 picture of Steven Larson? We'll sign that shit. You got to get your ass over here. We'll take a new one, man. Uh, you can get, you know, uh, to a certain degree. I like that being like the, (laughs) the, the, the the primary public image of old Larson. Yeah. We, we both look good in this. Why, why bother changing? Exactly. Right. If it's it's good enough, then why bother? (laughs) Right. Uh, <laughs> I got a Frendo Club sticker. At the fifty dollar, you get uh the a nice fancy Frendo Ooh, Club sticker, and you get a uh, a fancy Frendo Club T shirt, which I don't have. Wait, it's you could it's like a spot back there. You can Might barely see it. it. It's like blue and kind of rust orange. And then also the 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 crowning achievement here is the old going in rock on. Mm-hmm. I had this comic book. I have no idea how out like we're wearing shirts that don't even exist anymore in our merch shops. Uh, There's probably all sorts of weird jokes. It's quite a relic in there from uh, I don't know five years ago. (laughs) But But the story within is is a story that can only be told within the pages of a comic. It would cost way too much money to make this into a major motion picture. This is great too. On the back of it, there's an ad for our pro wrestling tees merch shop. (laughs) Oh man. Anyway, so yeah, you can get that. I mean, you can still get this thing. I still got a bunch of copies of them. 20 bucks a month, and you get everything I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. the ad-free stuff, and mm-hmm. you also get the Friendo Care package. Helps uh, support going in, Rob. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, later in the show, we answer some. Actually, fuck, I'll do it right now. Give a quick shout-out to some new patrons here. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see here. Oh, I shouted these ones out the other day. I thought they were new ones. Uh, Mike Van, oh, here we go. Patrick Bennett. This is a new friendo on the Patreon. Mike Van Fleet, Pyro J, Chicago Lou, and Dylan Does Wrestling. Thanks, everybody, thank for you, supporting you Going Around. We you appreciate so much. it. Thank you, Anyways. thank you, thank you. Let's talk about Cody Rhodes. Okay, Steve's uh, favorite. Yeah, we can do that, I suppose. Oh, pff, you know, generational talent. 
obviously the mastermind behind AW's glory years of creative. Now that it's fallen into the into the hard times, of, yeah, hard times, baby. You got that right. Anyways, he has an update on his injury, and he talked to Busted Open Radio, gave an update on his recovery from that torn pectoral that blew up the internet a couple months ago mm-hmm. when it was just festering during his. Oh, it was it, the yeah, the bruising on that was enormous. It was it was something else. So these transcripts come to you via our friendos over at Fightful. He said this: <clears throat> "There's a lot of people who have had knee injuries." back injuries sometimes spinal and neck he says when it comes to the titty your pec these are his words uh it's a really strange injury they tie that sucker back to your bicep i had dr jeffrey dugas he's the best in the world to do it the problem with him doing it is he knows me and they are being very coy i was told the last time i was there for my checkup after physical therapy they're not going to give me a timeline just yet for when I'm going to be back because they're afraid that if they give me that timeline, I'm going to try and jump it by a month or two. The surgery was, uh, I almost hemorrhaged in the surgery because there was so much blood. People have seen the pictures of it in the Mitch. It was pretty gnarly and quote. So it they have to, gnarly. they have to play with his own expectations. And we know you better than you know, yourself. Yeah. So we think we do know you Cody. Rose. Yeah. They expect him to try to pull a John Cena and be back in like four months. We know that he's got adrenaline in his soul, and that might be more destructive in this case than helpful. It could be. It could be because, you know, I'm sure Cody has the utmost confidence in his, his healing abilities nonetheless. Well, that, between that and his passion and desire to get back in the wrestling ring, nonetheless, right. uh, he's got, you got to take care of your body. He's, what, his mid-30s, something like that? Something like that. You know, it's not, he's it's not in his 20s It all starts anymore. falling apart. Got man. that right. Yeah. Absolutely. Although surprised after uh, ba- us playing basketball in the heat yesterday, I didn't feel too bad today. Not too sore. Yeah, given that he gave like a 30% effort, I felt great. Mm. <laughs> I felt pretty good. Uh, anyways, let's talk about Impact Wrestling uh, on the road to emergence. Mm-hmm. Shock of all shocks, Larson. Was it just me or did I hallucinate this? Did Honor No More actually pick up a victory over Bullet Club? You know, it doesn't happen very often. But there's one thing you can count on. If the match really doesn't matter, then Honor No More may actually get the win. I, I, and I know they all, they count PCO matches towards Honor No More's. But if you're like uh, uh, Bennett or Taven, aren't you sitting there like, hey, we're not like Honor No More. And Scott Demore's like, no, man, PCO got a, got a win last week. You got to win it before that. No, but like there's like six more of us. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we eating all these losses? Well, we have to balance them out. For every PCO win, the rest of you have to take a loss. Yeah, individually have to take a loss. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I know it was it was it was somewhat surprising, but they have to do that because they want to have Honor No More versus Good Brothers. I would expect for the tag titles at Emergence, which Good Brothers will probably win. Um, so they'll get the opportunity and then fall short when the tag opportunity, tag title opportunity presents itself. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this because, like, not a lot happened. I mean, there wasn't like a lot of it, it wasn't a lot of story beats. development, but it, but it was a really uh, wrestle heavy show. It focused hey. on matches, and there's a lot of long matches they gave a lot of time with, and they all were pretty good. That Chelsea Green Mickey James match was good, man. You it was. To look at that one. That was, it was, that good. was a really good match. Yeah, um, Macklin versus James Storm. That was a solid match. Let's talk about this really quick. I was actually pleasantly surprised at the production value on the Undead Realm segment, Larson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably 
the um, the low point of impact production over the past couple of years has been the Karate Man versus uh, Ethan Page cinematic, which I don't know if it was purposefully. I I, I sort of suspect that they purposefully made that. Well, they is that was that, that impact production or is, was that something that Ethan did himself? So if you recall, I thought was wasn't he pissed off because they did it? And, I think he they, was upset that they re-edited it. That's how okay. I interpreted it. Oh, oh, well, yeah, I, that's what I figured. Well, I mean, that's kind of the same thing, though. Like they, so you're, so you think that they took what he did, and then and then chopped it up or something? Maybe. I thought he had a problem with like the post production. Like the here, here, part. keep going. I got the I got the thing about it. That ne- that never ceases to fascinate me. Uh, so yeah, no, I thought it was really well done. They did like green screen pretty damn well. And one thing about impact is that like sometimes impacts production can be pretty darn good. Sometimes it could be just dog shit. Sometimes they like throw, it's like they throw like five different lights on people backstage during these segments and you've got like 18,000 different shadows happening. Okay. So yeah, it seems like that maybe they produced the whole thing. I got the feeling I, I always felt that he had he had shot all that stuff on his own and then he just gave him everything. And maybe that had been what they were doing up until then, because I think he had done some stuff like that prior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they took care of it. And then he was sitting there watching. He wrote this long Twitter thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm reading I'm reading it. about that now. Compared to that, and again, I don't know if they intentionally made that goofy because A, he was leaving, and B, I don't know what he expected. It was goofy shit anyways. He was fighting himself in the guise of Karate Man. The Sundead Realm stuff I thought was pretty darn good. I thought they did a good job with the green screen. I thought, uh, <clears throat> uh, and I'm sort of interested in like uh, what like the, the light area is and Havoc's there and she had a big goofy smile on her face. And they did the crash zoom in on her when they found yeah, her. Yeah, I, I know. I kind of like all this stuff. It was, it was, I, thought it was, I thought it was effectively goofy and yet not amateurish. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Um. So this is what Paige said about it. It says, I'm so embarrassed with, embarrassed with how Impact lazily edited that segment last night and forced it to be a joke. I felt the thought of the same guys fighting each other was comedy enough, and the more serious we took it, the better reaction the reaction would be. So well, they, they, they decided to go on a completely different route. They went the yeah. whole Tim and Eric route, I guess. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he expected. Um, let's talk this real quick before we get to the recap. Uh, uh Seems like Josh Alexander done with Violent by Design, moving on to new challengers because uh, after Josh and Motor City Machine Guns defeated uh, Violent by Design uh, last night, uh, Chris Saban handed, thank you, Steve, Josh Alexander the title, but didn't let go immediately. Mm -hmm. Uh, Alex Shelley also eyeing the title. So then they go backstage to Scott Demore. Uh, Saban makes his pitch why he should be next contender. And Scott Demore says, we're about opportunity here next week. You two will wrestle winner faces. Uh, Josh Alexander at emergence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's going to be a good match. And then the emergence match is going to be really good. And all my confidence points are on Josh Alexander. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. They have uh, on there. Uh, so after I finished uh, impact last night, I was still on their YouTube channel on my television. Yeah. And so I went over to like the latest retro pay-per-view they uploaded to their YouTube channel was like 2006 turning point. Mm. And, uh, and it was great because there was like a backstage segment with Jay lethal Sanjay Dutt and Chris Sabin, but they're all playing like an N64 
and they're all acting, you know, early twenties like they like you know they were back then. Now they're yeah. all like proper and stuff. But uh, no, it was a, it was a trip to see that just because like number one, like on one hand, they kind of haven't changed all that much. Like they're still all in that same the same great shape they were in. But, uh, but no, it was funny to see that because see like Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt are still like you yeah, know yeah, yeah. working in tandem. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that is. They have a wealth of. Content over there at the Impact. They really uh, do. Channel. They really do. Let's just go ahead and dive into this. Uh, like you said, Violent by Design. They opened up with like a backstage bit where Diener was like, "Hey, confused cowboy, I have not heard from Eric Young. We got to go out there and do this six man match by ourselves." He says, "But hey, maybe maybe this is the test. He's just trying. He's just trying to figure out what Eric Young mm-hmm. wants because Eric Young hasn't bothered to tell anybody." He says, "Maybe this is our chance to prove ourselves." And they walk through the curtain for the match. So they make their entrance. Motor City Machine Guns make their entrance. And then Josh Alexander makes his entrance. The bell rings. And then out comes Eric Young making my way to the ring with my cool mask on. I finally decide to come to the ring. It's my time now. I'm the designer of this match. So, Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then uh, towards the end, Diener tags in. And he's telling uh, Eric Young... I'm going to prove myself. Yeah. And Eric Young says, yeah, you better. And then Diener hits a bunch of double-team offense from Motor City Machine Guns. So Eric Young tries to get in. because he wants to do it himself. I want to do it myself. And then he eats a couple super kicks. Doring's in. He's looking for a power bomb. Instead, clo- uh, Alexander clotheslines him out of the ring. Uh, in the end, uh, Shelley puts Diener in the Border City stretch. Uh, Eric Young tries to break that up. Josh Alexander puts him in the ankle lock. Diener taps. Eric Young's tapping. Everybody's the, tapping. The idea was Diener decided to tap before Eric Young to prevent Eric Young from taking that loss. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, regardless, they all look like what? Assholes. Assholes. <laughs> I don't think this violent by design is sticking around. No, probably not, man. Uh, after that, we had a Killer Kelly video package. Um, is the idea that she's like they're taking the killer aspect of it literally like she's a she's a hitman because she's I mean, like looking through the, the little door peek hole yeah, and yeah. like watching people as they're like going by you know stuff. even if they're not taking that aspect of it literally it's seemingly as inspiration for these these vignettes you know Th- these vignettes are awesome, really well done way. really they're well done. really well done yeah yeah uh, after that, we had Macklin versus James Storm. James Storm just sort of curious why Macklin was aligning with Moose. Macklin not giving me any answers because it's kind of none of his business. And so that led to a match. We got mm-hmm. a match with these guys. It's a good match. It was a solid bout. It was a solid bout. Uh, Storm's going for a last call super kick. Um, instead, Macklin escapes that. Storm rolls him up. When Macklin kicks out, it sends Storm into the corner. And before the roll-up, Macklin had... Uh, expose the turnbuckle there. Storm hits the exposed turnbuckle. Uh, Macklin follows with a double underhook DDT to get the win. The lights go down. They come back up. Sammy Callahan's in the ring, but Macklin, anticipating that, is on the ramp. Two steps ahead. Thumbs up. What does this jacket say? Front, forward, something? It's like Ron War something. I don't know. Like, it says front... But like too often the F and the T are obscured yeah. because yeah, same with know. forward, yeah. And so it just says Ron. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Ron Ward. Yeah. Something. Something like that. Enforcer <laughs> says front area man. It says it says Ron Area Man. <laughs> you can host the best backyard barbecue. 
when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, after that, the Motor City Machine Guns walk up to Scott Demore backstage. He's like, Scott, Saban's like, Scott, when I handed, thank you, Larson, when I handed Joshua that impact title, oh, man. I got hard. No, he says, I felt something in my soul. It was not adrenaline. He says, uh, you know, Josh would have never gotten that impact title if it wasn't for me. I suggested option C for him. He said, consider that, Jay, when determining the next contender. And Scott says, oh, man, Saban, impact is all about opportunities. But they're not given, they're earned. And he says, that's what I'm going to give you next week. Both you and this guy here, Alex Shelley, are impact OGs. So next week, y'all are going to fight each other to determine not only the impact number one contender, but the future of wrestling. Yep. And because uh, now I think Chris Saban is the lineal future of wrestling champion. I think so. I think so. So that's the title that he should defend. <laughs> I guess someone else has been also been at impact for 20 years. Somebody else who's 40 years old plus. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then, yeah. So that, that match is going to happen next week. Yep. It should be good. Uh, then we got Chelsea Green versus Mickey James. This is a really fun bout. Uh, the finish to this one. Saw uh, uh, Chelsea. So Mickey is going for like a sharpshooter or something, I think. And Chelsea kicks out her leg, falls with a stomp, covers. But when she covers, she grabs a handful of tights, which seemed kind of uh, like she probably didn't need to do that. It's a stomp after all. Mm-hmm. And the ref sees it, calls off the cover. So then Chelsea's looking for an unprettier. Uh, Mickey escapes that, rolls up Chelsea, gets a two. Uh, Chelsea's looking for another stomp. Mickey escapes. Chelsea hits a kick. Mickey hits a kick of her own. Uh, looks for a DDT, and then Chelsea escapes, and then rolls up Mickey with uh, her feet on the ropes. And that was a really good roll up with feet on the ropes. It was. I agree. It was. I noticed it was that too. Deep. Yeah. And like the angle, because usually they they just put their shoulders over the legs and stack them up, put their feet in the ropes. But it was like she had her body in a completely different position. It was great. It was really and good. And the way the ref was positioned, it made sense for him not to see it. Yep. yep. Yeah. This was this was a re- I would definitely recommend checking out this match. I thought it was really good. They gave it a ton of time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, after that, we had uh, uh, Rosemary and Taya going to the Undead Realm. Uh, Taya shows up with some uh, some uh, a shirt that says, it didn't say pure evil, it said pur, pur evil. Like, pur. Like a cat. Like a cat purrs, yes. And uh, she was like, hey, this is, this is appropriate attire. She's like, I don't care about your fashion. So it doesn't matter. And uh, and so Rosemary says, uh, we got to follow these directions to get to the undead, undead realm to the letter. She says, well, it'll keep you safe if you follow them. She said, we got to go get Havoc, and then we get out of there. And then they teleport to the undead realm, and it's 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 very dark, and it's sort of yes. woodsy, yeah. And uh, and so a bright light starts following Taya, 
And Rosemary was like, dude, don't go to the light. She had said this earlier. She said, don't go to the light. She goes to the light because light, the idea is very warm. It's very inviting. You Beckoning. want to go to the light. Yes. Beckoning. Dang, that's a great word. So she goes in there. But Rosemary doesn't follow. Uh, but she goes and, and she, she finds Havoc. Havoc's there in the light. So uh, back to Rosemary. She's like, oh, crap. Ty is gone. But then she's like, oh, I got to get And She goes in the bright light, but it hurts her. She's like, because she's, she's the undead. She's yeah. like, ah, I don't want to go into this light. So she goes in there, and they find uh, Havoc and Taya, and says, oh, I've seen you've met, met uh, Jessica. And then camera crash zooms on Havoc. And did, it, it, it did a dun-dun-dun. Yeah, that was, those were always great. That was always awesome. Yeah, can't go wrong with a dun-dun-dun. Then we had a Brian Myers interview. Uh, uh, Bupinder steps up to him and says, hey, I beat uh, Johnny Swinger on uh, being the impact. I want a title shot. And Brian Myers says, oh, I didn't promise you a title shot. I'd say, I said we'd figure this out. A lot of people want a title shot. You know, you got a good look to you, but come back to me when you got that blue check mark. <laughs> yeah, I like it because Myers is sticking to the, 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 the spirit of the digital media championship. You need to be verified somewhere. You know, you got to be verified for you to be a legit. That's why Rich Swan couldn't handle <laughs> it. Because he had he did he didn't have the blue check mark he wasn't verified anywhere. Yeah, I don't think he, I think I mean, he has he has a Twitter account that he hadn't posted on since so like 2018. But oh, he probably he probably does have a blue check mark as a WWE, huh? Nope. No. Nope. That's kind of shocking. Well, Twitter wasn't a thing in 2018. Anyways, I mean that's not uh, true. But all right. <laughs> after that, one of my favorite current factions is the Influence. They're a mess. Yeah. And one of my favorite current women's wrestlers. Or wrestlers, anyways, is Masha Slamovich. She is great. She is awesome. Um, so yeah, the influence comes out, and they're just having they 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 their entrance isn't even on the same page. Uh, Giselle Shaw has no idea what she's doing. She does her own pose, and they're like, "Why are you doing that?" They don't want to be there, but she sort of roped them into this Masha Slamovich stuff. It's like we're just we gave you a shot here to be part of the influence, and you're you're not. You're just bringing bad tides here, mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Sasha gets a, so this is um, it was a, a Tennille, yeah, Dashwood versus Masha, Masha Slamovich, and of course Masha just completely rolls her over. The influencer hapless, they can't do anything. They're terrified of Masha, and Masha hits the snowplow, which is my favorite finisher name right now. No, it's great, and it's a fucking cool move too. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, so then we get a Mike Bailey interview. They uh, show footage of Violent by Design attacking him and Alan Angels after their bout last week. Uh, Bailey says that he's been thinking about Diener, and he said that I, he'd be willing to defend the X Division Championship against anyone who wanted to fight for it. He said if Diener wanted my attention, all he had to do was say something. I'd be more than happy to have a match against him. In fact, I will be doing that next week. That'll be a good match, too. It man. will be. I mean, if Mike uh, Bailey's in the bout, you're guaranteed a good <laughs> bout. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Better than good. Great. Uh, after that, we had a Mickey James interview. She's pretty down, you know, and she's like, uh, yeah, you know what they say. You're only as good as your last bitch. She says, I'm going home. I'm going to go think about what my next bitch is going to be. Yeah, she didn't seem too happy. And then we had her main event, Honor No More versus Bullet Club. Good Brothers, Chris the Bay. The devil. Now they use the actual Bullet yeah, Club. Yeah, they use the actual Bullet Club theme. And Ace Austin. Uh, finished this, saw Good Brothers looking for a magic killer on Matt Taven. Maria low blows Gallows. And then Kenny King hits Carl Anderson with a blockbuster off the top rope. 
Ed Edwards hits Gallows with a Boston knee party, then Taven falls with a splash off the top to get the win. Get the win. The devil digs. Didn't win this time. Nope. Yeah. No, Gallows ate that pin. Yeah, man. Uh, we also had an NXT UK where a new, after, what was it, 260 some odd days it was, or something it was like a that? solid rain. For Noam Dar, uh, we have a new Heritage Cup champion. I really love how they set this up with Shaw Samuels, banned from ringside, forced to watch the action go down on a monitor backstage. Mm-hmm. And his hundred to one odds against Shaw against sorry against himself against Mark Coffey, uh, uh, putting him in some dire straits. Man, you got that right. I thought this was great, and the match itself was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, we saw at the end of it during the post match celebration, we saw the return of his brother Joe Coffey, who shockingly didn't turn on him immediately. Give it time. I'm telling you, first defense probably that Mark has. Joe's going to cost him that trophy. So Mark you my th- words. You, wow, you think he's gonna this thing's gonna be gone that quickly. Mark my words. You don't words. think Joe's gonna Joe's gonna want a piece of that action? He thinks he could beat his brother. Why wouldn't he do that instead? Don't know. <laughs> Wait, did you look ahead? Did you look at spoilers? No. All right. So you think he's gonna cost him the cup, not go after the cup. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you have special insight because you have an older brother. It's so true. you're in the you're in the Mark Coffee role. What has your brother cost you out of jealousy? Oh, my dignity. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Nothing is tangible as a trophy or a cup, but uh <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right, fair enough. I'm sure fair in our enough. younger days, uh he cost me uh some some patience, uh a lot of things. Didn't he almost take your eye? Did you guys no, that, have like that was a dog. That was a dog that almost. That, almost, that was a dog that, was that almost. Dog. Well, like family, yeah. That almost bit me. That did bite me in the face and almost bit me. You and dogs, eye. man. Yeah, we don't. Ha- I don't have the best of luck. This twice in my life, I've been. I mean, it was in this case, it was a family dog. Um, uh, but uh, in my, as I got older, there was a dog loose in the neighborhood, and I was like, oh, I think I recognize this dog. I'll try to get it back to its owner. Uh, that dog won nothing to me. It tried yeah. to bite me right here. Yeah, man. Ooh, and I. Dodged it, but then the process fell and hit my head on the concrete. I remember, yeah, dude, you came back. You had the rib tape going and everything. Yeah. Well, I wasn't that bad. I sprained my wrist. That's what hurt worst. Oof, <laughs> that sucks. You try to do Which something good, a- and then I hope you learned a lesson that day. Never try to do anything good. Yeah. No, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Keep to myself now. <laughs> when it, when you see a stray dog, kick it. That's the- well, no, That's- because in the in case of this dog, which I think it was a boxer. It would have antagonized it more. Oh, man, yeah. He'd have got because the deal lust. was, and I should have known better. I should have called somebody to deal with this, not deal with it. Because there was kids like riding their bikes out in the street, and this dog was chasing after them, barking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. But, yeah, the same time, but at the same time, I didn't want like other kids to be scared. I thought I knew where this dog, who the owners were. Yeah. I mean, it turns out I didn't because after that incident, I went and talked to the owner. I was like, hey, was your dog loose the other day? And they go, no. So. Given that this was a street fight, was the dog wearing jeans? No, but to be fair to the dog, neither was I that day. <laughs> All right, you both violated the terms of a street fight. Well, I mean, if maybe, that's why, maybe that's why he attacked fight. you. Maybe if it was an impromptu street fight, I don't know if the jeans are a necessary aspect of it. That's a good point. You surprised that Oliver Carter got this win over Tao Man? Yeah, I was really surprised. I, that was kind of nuts, I, huh? I mean, Tao Man would be getting a push, a pretty significant push, I thought. 
Why didn't they go the other way? Like the the scrub of the group, Rohan. Isn't it, is it Rohan Raju? Is that his name? No, Raja. It's Raja. 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 He should have been first. He stepped up first last yeah, week. No. He was like, "I'm gonna take you down, man." And then Tailman's like, "No, I defend the fan. no, I defend us." And then he and it's like he's got the numbers game. He's got two dudes with him. I know. Carter took care of all that. Like it Beat was Tailman. nothing. I know. Yeah, man. I know. Yeah. I know. That's a bit surprising. Yeah. But at the same time, though, you know, uh, given that uh, he and Ashton, Carter and Ashton, had to uh, vacate the tag titles, uh, I understand why they want to have uh, continue booking Carter strong. He's a good wrestler. He's he is a, really a good, wrestler. good wrestler. He is a good wrestler. Yeah. Um, you don't want to take all the momentum that he and Ashton had just gotten and, unfortunately, you know, having to vacate the tag titles. You don't want to just give that up. Yeah, right. You want to see what you could do. I guess now, you know, circumstances have kind of dictated that you got to see what you could do with Oliver Carter as a solo wrestler. And I think I have, he's, he's yeah. definitely up to the task of, 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 of being a solo star. He's got yeah. charisma. He's good in the ring. Um, yeah. The crowd's behind him. So, yeah, you got to push him. I get that. I have to divorce him. I have to, I have to emotionally detach myself from DeFamilia. I love those guys so much. But, man, between losing the tag title match to Briggs and Jensen – and now, dude, Tail all man, he, the leader. All they talk about a faction on the same uh, page when they get, when they're all out there, they all do different things. <laughs> not in they're not entrance. a cohesive unit. I've been telling and, you this forever, and you don't listen to me. No, I end. I get it. I mean, that doesn't mean that my, whether or not they work well as a group together is not a priority for me. Look at you and I. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know. I just think they're cool. They got those cool vignettes. I like their entrance. I like their first entrance better where they would line up. Like yeah, now they just children. stand there and do the different poses. <laughs> yeah. It shows off their differences more than their 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 unity, you know? It's like three creator wrestlers that somebody just put together in an entrance, but they didn't really like do the entrance entrance. Like they didn't yeah. sync up their entrances. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they're cool. Like, I'm I'm actually legitimately Two of the dudes, like Rohan's cool and everything, or Raja's cool and everything, but freaking Charlie Dempsey is going to be, he should be huge in like five years. Mm-hmm. He is fucking awesome. He's a really good wrestler. And, and Teo, man, he's got the look. He's got that thing. He's that a really good wrestler, thing, too. You know? And he's just a phenomenally good wrestler. Um, that's the main reason I like them. But yeah, they are, <laughs> they're a mess. I don't know. Sadly, if it came to D Familia. Uh, at the WWE Impact Forbidden Door versus Honor No More. Oh yeah, Definitely it'd be like a is, like what's the what's well what's the match where both teams lose? Oh, like a double countout, double. I pin? guess so. Yeah, yeah, double DQ. So, anyways, uh, Oliver Carter gets the win here over Tio Man. He's able to fend off the efforts of Definitely pretty easily. But after the match, they beat the shit out of him. Yeah, they and did. Tio Man hits Carter with. The evil eye. So it's a hell of a finish too. That's a great move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this next bit was great. Sam Gradwell is about to do an interview at the Performance Center in uh, in United Kingdom. He calls Trent the dirt worse, and then Trent jumps into frame <laughs> and attacks him. Yeah, and then he ends up getting chased off by some of the trainers there. Yeah, Sam Gradwell. What do you think about Trent Seven? Oh, he did dirt worse than me, and then whoop, and then Trent just leaps in. Yeah, tackles that was hilarious. Him. It was great. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. uh, after that, we had a Fallon Henley interview. She says her time in the UK has been outstanding, and you get creepy Isla Dawn back there just you know snickering at her. 
And she's like, okay, listen, dude, your creepy shtick isn't going to work on me. Go somewhere else. You're being weird. And I was like, oh. Yeah. So that's what Matt is going to happen. Yep. Uh, then we have Dave Mastiff walking up to Josh Morell. Dave's like, hey, good win last week. Mm-hmm. You know, you're probably riding high right now, yeah? Well, guess what? Oh, yeah. You're going to follow the crash next week when you face me. Shit. Oh, oh, man, you were saying something nice, and now you're, oh, you I know. Know, now you're being rude. And then Josh says, I'm going to give you everything I got in the ring. And Dave says, good. Yeah. See, this is the thing, though. That's the thing. Like, Oliver Carter should be beating guys like Mastiff or Jack Stars or, you know, even Oh, I get God. that. They, they probably should have started the feud between Carter and D-Familia with, with, with Raja and then built up to the match. Yeah. Tatum, and I agree. Well, you know, what's his, uh, Nigel said that chances are, you know, Oliver's going to get two more matches now against the other guys. He's going to run through D-Familia the way Noam Dar ran through fucking Gallus. Maybe. Mm. Anyways, uh, after that, we had uh, Wolfgang. He's outside kicking a, a football against a wall. It's just Wolfgang. Yeah. It reminds me when I was a kid and I used to set up a piece of wood against our garage to throw a, a tennis ball against. And then your brother would come over and, like, pants you or something? No, he never pants me. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice of him. Uh, so, anyways, he's asked about the comments Ilya made about him. He says, yeah, it's flattering because Ilya respects me. How can you not respect somebody like the czar? I respect him. He respects me. He says, but Ilya needs to be careful what he wishes for. He says, people need to remember who Wolfe is. He says, somebody needs to take that title from him. Why not me? Why not and Wolfie? And he takes his ball and he leaves. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. He looked like a 12-year-old bouncing the ball, walking away. <laughs> Now, the worst is when I threw the tennis ball against the piece of wood, and it was angled in such a way the ball would bounce. If you yeah. go off there and go across the street, it says tennis ball, it bounces. So sometimes it might like end up the neighbor's yard or over the fence, even if I threw it really hard. Oh, yeah. Were you guys on good terms with your neighbors? Could you Not just really. Climb the fence? Because no, we, were, we yeah. were getting stuff over there all the time. Oh, no, yeah. So, yeah. yeah that ball, out of my yard. Yeah, that ball went over there. That's, that was gone. Oh, wow. Gone. Uh, after that, we had Stevie Turner versus Amel. What was uh, more notable about this? Blair Davenport was on commentary, just talking shit. Uh, Amel got the win here with a hope breaker. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like uh, Amel, the French hope, is going to lose hope against yeah, Blair Davenport. Yeah, they don't have a whole lot of hope against Blair Davenport. There you go. Right you got there. it. Yeah. Uh, then we got Mako and Saray with Amelia McKenzie backstage. And Saray is talking about how happy she is that she got a tag with Mako, but she says, the next person I want to face is you. Ooh. And then, and then so they, Nina, yeah. They walk they, they they walk off together, and then Nina Samuel steps in. Her music plays. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's an impromptu episode of the Nina Samuel she's show. She's got her man. mic, and she goes to Amelia and says, what were they talking about? And Amelia just says, nothing to do with you. And I just want to say, Amelia, you don't know what they were talking about, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and you're kind of on the outside looking in. You're kind of wondering, how do you get yourself out of this mentor-protege relationship <laughs> that doesn't seem to be working out too well for you because keep getting your ass handed to you by these new kids from the U.S.? Yep. I'm surprised uh, it's not uh, uh, Fallon Henley versus uh, Amelia McKenzie next week. Uh, I know. Well, Ilya's – I'm sorry, Ilya. Isla Dawn's taking that loss next week. Yeah. Which is True. so weird. It's so weird, but that's just how it is. Uh, after that, oh my God, this talk about two guys on such a different page. When I saw these two guys, you know what I thought, Larson? I was like, this would be 
akin to you and the Fair Oaks heckler being a tag team all of a sudden. Yeah. Because you're like Mark Andrews, you're like a normal guy, and there's this toothless guy next to him going, bleh, bleh, bleh. I get the dub. And then uh, so Mark says, uh, you know, Briggs and Jensen are an awesome team. He says, but it's time for us to bring the titles back to the U.K., and we're going to be the first team waiting to take that loss. And then Wild Boar's like, bleh, bleh. Well, it's funny because Wild Boar was doing, bleh, bleh, but he was like saying, hey, let's bring those titles back home. You know, it wasn't like he was he was being saying anything. <laughs> like he wasn't talking crap. Yeah, you know? right. Briggs. He has like the one tooth that he can make use to make the sound. <laughs> uh, that was actually more fascinating to me because I was looking at that one tooth and I was like, oh, it's kind of you know, I'm kind of like, how do you say all your words with that one tooth? Because you need that for the tongue barrier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's that, that's Scala makes yeah the Ilya and Wolfgang match official. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Everything happens in two weeks. Two in a fortnight. Weeks. It's the yes. fortnight. They don't really use that term over here. The fortnight. No, nope, it's two weeks. Two weeks, man. Well, I mean, if, if you hear fortnight in relation to the video game. <laughs> that is absolutely, they do totally use that term, but it's a video game, yeah. It's a video game, yeah. I'm assuming uh, that. <sighs> what? They have that video game in the UK, obviously, but does, does anybody ever get confused when they're like, I think hey, Nike's I'm gonna go- spelt differently. It is, but like verbally, oh, I'm going to go play Fortnite. You're going to play in two weeks? No, the game, Fortnite, two weeks. Are you going to play the game in two weeks? No, right now, Fortnite. So what are you going to do in two weeks? And it just goes on and on like that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, We got main event, Mark Coffey versus Noam Dar for the Heritage Cup. Awesome bout. Go check it out. Go out of your way to, to to check this out. Uh, so Shaw has to watch backstage. They got like other trainers uh, in their corner to prep them between rounds. So uh, Mark Coffey takes the first fall in round two, locking on the gator lock. Dar taps pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then throughout round three, uh, Noam is working over Mark Coffey's leg. He sets up for a Nova roller. Right as time is running out in round three, and he's actually in the process of charging Mark Coffey to hit it. Ref has to step in front of him to stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Noam uh, finally ties it up early round four, locking on a knee bar. Coffee has to tap. No one gets a fall around five. Um, and then with about 16 seconds uh, left in round six, Mark Coffey hits his sliding form to get the win. And then Shaw mm-hmm. runs to the ramp. And he's like, he takes his jacket off. He's throwing. Uh, pound notes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets on the ground and he's like, he and and Dar are trying to console each other. And Wolfgang leads the locker room out to celebrate uh, with Mark, but then they all pull out their betting slips and yeah. they want Shaw to pay up. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oof. And he's like, oh, oh, don't go. And they just they all just stalk him out of the BT Sports mm-hmm. Arena. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Um, after that, Joe Coffee. Shows up on the ramp. Teleports almost. Yeah. He gets in the ring. Mark's super happy to see him. They go, oh. And I was expecting a whoop mm-hmm. No whoop yep. Didn't happen. No, nope, they hug. happen, though. It's going to happen. It will. It will. Uh, so I stopped by the old P.O. box today. Ooh. We've got some mail. Exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. If you want to, we have a, a, a thread also on... The YouTube community, the Stephen yeah, Larson yeah, yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah. community thing. If you want to yeah. like 
while I open this up, because otherwise it's going to be noise. It's going to be this. quiet. Yeah. I so, uh, mm, uh, Edge T, which uh, NXT UK star would you want to hang out with at the pub? Okay, let's take Wolfgang out of it because well, he's I mean, the obvious answer. I, he's the obvious choice, but he's also kind of the obvious choice for the person you wouldn't want to. Just see what happened to Damon Kemp. Oh, I don't yeah, want to get that here, drunk anymore. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I get. I'm. I'm down every once in a while. I'd make an exception for. A, I gotta go get like a thing. I'd make an exception in that case. I feel like I, we probably have more of a. Uh, uh, tolerance than Damon because he's an athlete. Like that dude probably does not drink a whole lot, and I'm not saying I do or anything. Yeah, I really but don't anymore either. Probably more than he does, and uh, and I I think that could be why that could be a lot of fun. I'd get I'd get shit faced with uh, with Wolfie. I'd get right, pissed with sure. Wolfie. I'm gonna grab a knife real quick. All right, very well. Uh, anime egotist. If Roderick Strong ends up leaving, who should be added to the Diamond Mine? Diamond Mine. Sorry, as a de facto leader, it could be a wrestler or manager, but it can't be Wolfgang. You know, I think if if Diamond Mine were just the Creeds and Ivy and Damon, I think that'd be pretty cool. What you was know, the question? Uh, if Roddy leads Diamond Mine, who should they bring in as the leader? I was just saying, I think Creed's Ivy and Damon Kemp as Diamond Mine would be pretty neat. Um, yeah, yeah, they should. Yeah, they should be like a. They should be a faction with no leader, man. I feel like they're all. Yeah. They all. They all. They all know what they're doing as a group. Exactly. Most uh, groups, I don't really think like in terms of like friends groups and stuff like that. They don't really need a leader. You know what they should do? They should bring in like, they should bring in like a a, a legend of some sort mm -hmm. to just sort of mentor them and give them tips, but not to lead them. You yeah. know, just sort of root them on. So this is from Bree Marie. Oh, can we get a Bree Marie's been around for a long time? Can we get a Bree Marie mode, Larson? Bree Marie mode. <laughs> Perfect. You know what she sent us last time. The Amalgam comic book. Mm. The Amalgam universe. Oh, look at this. Oh, I'm excited about this. There's, a little, there's some, something else in here. Look at this. Oh, the, and there's two of them, too. One for you, one for me. 55th anniversary of Star Trek magazine. Oh, wow. Which one do you want, Kirk or Spock? I feel oh, like I I'm the Kirk and you're the Spock. Yeah, that sounds like a, a, an apt analogy, yes. That is awesome. Look at this. This is Thank great. That's so cool. That's terrific. I think there's something else in here, too. Oh, what is this? Oh, man. This is cool. Hmm. Hold on a second. Oh, nice. Two of these, too. I keep on dropping everything. Oh, my goodness. Ow. <clears throat> so, check these out. There's some keychains in here, too. Some J's. Oh, that's awesome. Look at that. It's Oakland A's uh, uh, colors, too. Perfect. Got this one right here. I got a pair of those, a different colorway. Oh, that's cool. I got that right there. We got, oh, look at this, Wolfpack colors. Dun, 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 dun. And then here's a little card, it says Steven Larson. Oh. Oh man, look at this little, it says hello. Hello. It says, uh, hey Steven Larson, just wanted to show some appreciation for y'all and send a little something. 
Thank you all for all the content you guys are always putting out. It's always the highlight of my day. Also, the pay-per-view watch-alongs and Smash Zone have become my favorite things ever. Two sweet friendos, Bree Marie. Thank you thank very you much, so much. Bree. That's thank you. so nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What a lovely what a lovely package that was. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is awesome. Uh, Nikhil here asks, if you had to choose one classic SummerSlam match to watch, which one do you recommend a friendo to watch? You cannot choose the same match. Do you want to choose first? What SummerSlam match? What SummerSlam match? Okay. I, I know mine. All right, go ahead. It's Brett versus the Bulldog. Oh, good. Yeah, because I go, going back and listening to him talk about the circumstances behind, around that match yeah, yeah. make it more interesting to watch. Um, I do Cena and AJ from SummerSlam 2016. That's a good one. It's one of the best matches I've ever got to watch in person. It's oh, so wow, good. look at this. So this is from Naomi Rosenblum, who may I don't know. Let's see, there might be a, a little card or note in here because some. Oh, here we go. There is. What's this? Uh, let's see here. It says, uh, hello, I hope you enjoy your Prince of CM Punk and Suzuki. Ooh. Please let me know if you ever need anything from Naomi. Oh, wow. Let's see, does Naomi have, like, hold on a second. I'm sort of, sometimes I recognize the name, sometimes I don't. Oh, it's got a little certificate of authenticity, too. Wow. That's, oh, Naomi's the artist. Okay, Naomi's actually oh, the artist cool. here. Super That's cool. cool. Here, let's take a look at these. Ooh, neat. I'll make sure I don't mess it up. All right, so here's the punk one. Look at that. Oh, wow. That's super Isn't cool. That cool. That's neat. And then, so that'll be mine because I know you're a big Suzuki fan. Oh, wow, Larson. Oh, wow. That is that. amazing. Isn't that is that so great? cool. That's wow. awesome. So I'll see if uh, Naomi might have like a... Uh, uh, oh, Instagram like a, or something? Yeah, or yeah, a shop yeah. or something? That's fantastic. Yeah, that's those are really good. Really, really so, good. So I don't know. I mean, I, I I assume she's a friendo, but maybe a friendo had this sent on our on 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 their behalf. I don't know. So I'll have to see if we can get more info. If if Naomi's around, please uh, uh tweet at us. Yes. Or hit us up on the Instagram. Yes, please. Uh, Michael Petrowski, what is a wrestling theme that has you singing at the top of your lungs every time you hear it? Oh, it's Kaze Ninare. Kaze Ninare. It's the best wrestling theme ever. So this right here, while you continue on, this oh, is okay. from uh, Josh McKittrick. Wait, what was the question again? What's the best uh, the, wrestling theme song? That has you singing at the top of your lungs. What do oh. you sing along with? Oh, so that's your answer. Uh, mine is probably... Um, I'll be honest, the Gallus theme song still pops me big That's time. A good one. Whenever, whenever I get to see, and the, the Tron for that is so cool. It's just slow motion, them just peacocking. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, another theme question here. What, uh, Mayor Planet Houston, what is your favorite bad wrestling theme? Listen, Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler ever. Yeah. I love his theme, but it's objectively not good. <laughs> it's not a good theme. Yeah, right. It's iconic. It's great in the sense that he sings it. Yeah. But it's not a good theme song. So I might get some static for this, but my favorite bad wrestling theme, because I don't think there's any chance in hell I'd ever listen to this if it wasn't a wrestling theme, but Kane's uh, Slow Chemical. Oh, that's got a catchy melody at least. It does, right? Yeah. But it's the kind of music that I would kind of cringe in terms yeah. of listening to. Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely, for me, you know what it is? 
it's guilty pleasure music because yeah. I've listened to certain things kind of like that. I remember the band, uh, uh, what were they called? Uh, they were named after an Alice in Chains song. I'm not the one who's so far away. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Godsmack. Godsmack, yeah. Like, I, I'm kind of embarrassed liking that stuff. Mm. But some of it I liked. Some of it I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Uh, Jason Lewis, would you rather be the worst member of a great faction or the best member of a terrible one? Oh, I'd rather be the worst member of a great faction. Because then at least you're a member of a great faction. Or the best member of a terrible one. Yeah, I'd rather be associated with the NWO than... Than right to censor. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or yeah, retribution. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is from Josh McKittrick. Says, uh, here's a little gift from everyone in the Friendo universe. We really appreciate you guys. Keep up the good work. That looks heavy. Not that heavy. Oh, all right. Oh, I know what this is because see, I think he sent me a picture of it. Or like we communicate. This is fucking cool. Yeah. This is this is really cool. So apropos to this episode earlier in the episode, I talked about what you can get for twenty dollars on the Patreon. Mm. The comic book. Yeah. This is a CGC graded version of our comic book, <laughs> graded at 9.2, Larson. That is, that is especially fucking cool for me, the comic book nerd. This is amazing. This is absolutely really fucking oh, cool. Oh, that is really funny. That is great. It's a graded version oh, of the comic so great. book. <laughs> that, is, that is special. That, that is, is awesome. absolutely Thank so special. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is oh, an interesting man. question from Blake That's Whitehouse. Great. Would Andre the Giant have the same reaction as Omas if he debuted today? Andre, uh, in, his, in his early days, was a surprisingly nimble wrestler. Yeah. Oh, if you go back and look at Andre matches from like 68, 69, early like 70s, that. yeah. He, yeah, that dude was a, he was like Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> it was bizarre to see like a guy that big do his moves. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, and 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 Andre always had that natural presence and charisma. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hey, um, hey boss, hey boss. Luis Areza asking, who are the contenders for Going in Raw's Baron Corbin Award this year? Uh, oh man, I know, I know, we have some. Uh, Chat might know better than us, or Enforcer might know better than us. Von Wagner. Yeah, mm -hmm. Von, honestly, like half the people in NXT, I feel like mm -hmm. Cameron Grimes, mm -hmm. uh, Dick Togo. I feel like Dick, Dick Togo is probably like last year, like because because you've you've come around to House of Torture. Yeah, like once you they, appreciate once they, oh Jorge D might have oh, Honor No More, Honor No More, it's Honor No it's More, it's a thousand percent Honor No yeah, More. Yeah, it's Honor No More. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely Honor No More. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks, everybody, so much. I'm just, I'm just sitting here looking at this thing, man. That's so cool. That is really cool. That is amazing. Uh, that's going to do it for oh, Daddy Magic. Yeah, that's a good one. Daddy Magic. 
that's gonna do it for us. Uh, we'll be back, man. Got we're gonna be. It's this weekend's gonna be interesting because the enforcer's gonna be here. Yeah. So I'm almost positive we're gonna do some streaming with him tomorrow. Uh, from here at the whole at the homestead, mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah, we'll be back on uh, Monday with a news episode. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye for our Twitch twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Oh, we're playing and some Grand Theft Auto online today at about two thirty. Yeah. Are that's right at the Twitch and also twitch.tv forward slash MF Steve. Here is going to be where my uh, screen's going to be at, and then yeah, uh, Karen says best of luck with the G one brackets. Our G one preview. Is available right now. G1 yep. starts tonight. Yep. Uh, tomorrow you slash. Get your picks in, Steve. Did you finish tomorrow that? Tomorrow morning. I am going to finish it uh, right after we're done with this, but I've there got go. I've got a lot of them in. I need to get the most of the other ones in. So, anyways, that's going to do it. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Raw and Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, ad-free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stutter. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.